There's an energy that draws barbers, stylists, makeup artists, and estheticians towards our chosen craft. It's a bond we share not only in our profession, but it also transcends who we are as people. We'll talk shop, relationships, and the challenges we each experience to help us live more aligned. Welcome to the Face of Chicago Business Aligned podcast. My name is Caitlin Arman, and I'm joined today with Chicago stylist and business owner Alex Brown. Hello. Good to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being with us. Excited to like see someone, you know, with quarantine. It's yes. Like, yeah, it's exciting to be here. Absolutely. Well, we're happy. We're excited to see you and chat with you a little bit more yeah. today about the community and your business and everything you've done for our city with hairstylists. For sure. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. So um, let's jump in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that you're from the Midwest, but you moved to LA. What was that journey like starting out in the industry? Yeah. So I am from a town of 116 people, to be exact. Oh my gosh. the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. Um, And I had always, from like a super young age, wanted to be a hairstylist. I, I think a lot of hairstylists say that, but Really, for me, it was a natural thing. I was always like the friend in the group that ended up doing their makeup and hair, and it just like, I loved it. I loved looking at magazines, and I was just always into like fashion, and I wore high heels to high school way too often. Like, it was not. I love that. Yeah, but it was like, in my town, it was like my way of expressing myself. Um, But I always knew like I wanted bigger, more things. Sure. the hair salons in my hometown are like very small and very ma and pa. And I was like watching MTV every day. I'm like, that is not cool. Like I want to go to LA and do celebrity hair, you know, and from a really young age, that was always my dream. Um, And so when I was graduating high school, my sister and I decided that we did want to move to a bigger city and New York felt too scary and LA felt too far. So we were like, what about Chicago? It's only six hours. It was a six, it's a six hour drive to my hometown. So we decided let's do it. So I graduated high school in June. We moved to Chicago in September. And then I started beauty school right away here in Chicago. Yeah. I went to Mario Tricosi. Okay. Yeah. I didn't Harlow, know that. Right here in the city. So yeah. it's funny. I think back to like, it's like when our parents would be like, I, I biked uphill to school for 10 hours. <laughs> but for me, it was like I took a bus to a train to another bus to this oh walk to the school. And it was like coming from a small town, the big city was a big deal to me. So looking back at like my little 18-year-old self, it's like, dang, I really was like being a city girl that I yeah. finally wanted to be. So yeah, I went to beauty school for nine months and then I ended up getting um, a job at a really great salon here in Chicago and I was an assistant there for three years and then I was a stylist after for three years because you have to go through their whole training program in order to become a stylist. Sure. So when I worked there you had to choose if you wanted to be a colorist or Uh, a cutting specialist. So I chose cutting because I loved styling so much and if you're a colorist you can't really blow dry your style. Mm -hmm. So I chose cutting and styling and I, I learned so much in those three years of being an apprentice like that's one thing I tell everyone is like after beauty school, I think assisting successful stylists is such a way to get ahead. Yeah. Um, so I did that and yeah, I was a stylist there for three years and it was amazing. It was like I was building a clientele and the money was great. I just kind of felt like I was only 24 years old when I had thought about really moving to LA. Um, and I just kind of thought I wanted more for my career from there, it was amazing though. It wasn't like anything was wrong. It was just, I was feeling like I wanted more. Yeah, you're ready for something new. Yeah, so yeah. a few of the girls at the salon ended up asking if I wanted to go to Jen Atkins hair 
class in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know much about Jen um, at the time. It was like Instagram was new. I didn't really have a hair Instagram. It was like my nieces and nephews. Like yeah. it wasn't like I knew anything really about Instagram. So I looked up Jen and her work and of course like seeing she does the Kardashians and like seeing that who she does, it was, I also like really just wanted to yeah, go to the class and learn from her. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to the class and it was expensive. I was like, this is, if I'm gonna go to this, like I need to like make this worth it. Mm -hmm. So I thought to myself, like, I wonder if there's any way I could like ask about getting a job with her. Because I had been thinking about wanting to move to LA and she's yeah. from LA and I'm like, that sounds crazy, but whatever, I'm gonna try. So on the lunch break, I ended up asking her assistant, like, hey, how did you, like, I had to be all secretive because my salon friends were at the table eating lunch, like and I didn't want them to know <laughs> that I was thinking about leaving because yeah. you know how that is in the salon world. Oh, yeah. So um, the assistant on lunch break was like, hey, if you ever move to LA, don't be afraid to reach out to me and I'll see if we need anyone. And we exchanged Instagram accounts and phone numbers, and she was just the nicest girl. Yeah. Um, and so lucky for her for being that way because she ended up getting me the job. Um, so yeah, I ended up moving to LA six months after that class. And I'm in LA, t like printing off resumes at FedEx because it was like my fourth day there and I finally finished unpacking. And so I'm printing off my resume to submit to every salon in the area, right? Because mm -hmm. I just needed a job. Sure. So yeah, as they're printing, it was literally, and I say this all the time because it's just the craziest moment where like I'm waiting for them to print and I'm scrolling through Instagram and that assistant at that moment po like commented on one of my pictures and said, hey Alex, are you by chance in LA yet? We need an assistant tomorrow. Oh, girl, you just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, and it was oh like gosh. I literally started bawling and ran out crying, calling everyone, <laughs> like calling my mom, calling my sister, like, oh my God, because I do feel like... Um, up until that point, my training at that salon beforehand totally prepared me for that moment. And yeah. I felt like if I got the opportunity, like I could do it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the next day I assisted her and from there I was her assistant for three years. And wow. we traveled the world together and I saw the craziest, most exciting things that I dreamed of as a, a young middle school girl, you know? Yeah. So it was really surreal and exciting and that's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. How inspirational. It was just like very much fate, but I do yeah. think that we can put ourselves in situations to make them happen. So you definitely yeah, did that. It was crazy. That's so <laughs> cool. What was what craziest experience assisting Jen? Oh I would say like royal weddings in Dubai and in the Middle East. Yeah. On a whole nother level. Like oh, real life yeah. princesses, you yeah. know? Like that whole world to me was so new and I didn't know much about their culture at all, but it's just so beautiful. And the women over there are just like the kindest, most beautiful women. And mm. I didn't know anything about the Middle East. And so, yeah, I think just like doing those like royal weddings and of course, there are so many like exciting moments of like seeing a celebrity that, you know, that whole thing is just mm -hmm. an exciting kind of crazy moment too. But there are so many of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially me from a hundred yeah. town person, your person town. <laughs> right. Yeah. How cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So what made you move back to Chicago? I know. Right? Everyone asked that. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like those three years in LA, I think 
like I look back now and it's like, wow, I really had no idea who I was as a person. Like I knew that I needed to do what I had to do for my career. And I always was raised to have like a drive and to be a hustler and like what you want, you need to work for. Mm -hmm. So I knew that like I needed to keep working and keep going and keep going and busier meant that you're better, you know, and that whole feeling. So in those three years, it was, I kind of was realizing like, it's not that I was miserable at all in those three years. I was so excited. I was so happy, but I was also very, I was very like burnt out at the end. Mm. The traveling and I didn't realize how much of a homebody I am. It made me realize that like, yeah, I don't, it made me realize that being super busy isn't always better. Like I wasn't fulfilled in like the happiness aspect of myself. Like I liked what I was doing, but I felt like, yeah, I wasn't fulfilled. Like I, it wasn't, I don't know. I didn't want that for the rest of my life. You know, probably wore off a little bit and you're like, wait, is this reality? Totally. Yeah. And then it's also kind of, I was sort of feeling like, okay, the longer I'm here, the more demanding it gets. And the more you kind of get sucked into the world, Mm -hmm. which can be a great thing and can make you a very, you know, I would say successful, but money isn't really successful to me. But I think the money can be great. The traveling can be great. The whole, like, glam of what it looks like yeah. to other people, that is an exciting thing. But when it came down to, like, what I wanted for my life and feeling, like, happiness in myself, it wasn't quite there for me. Yeah. So I was kind of like, gosh, someday I want a family. Someday I want... It was like I missed more normal life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you want to slow down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I wanted to slow down. Um... So yeah, I I decided to move back to Chicago, which felt more like home to me. Um, And yeah, I'm just kind of, I can still like get into that world a little bit when I want to, but Mm -hmm. it's nice to kind of have full control over my life, especially after being an assistant for almost, it was like roughly six years for other people. So I was like ready to just do my own thing um, and try to figure out like a balance that actually made me feel like happy, you know? Yeah. Because you're working so much for everybody else and working so hard and like following, I'm sure following Jen around is amazing, but also a little little exhausting, I'm sure. Yeah. She seems like she's a high energy kind of girl. Yeah, for sure. Very good. So you're happy with your move back to Chicago. Yeah. It feels so good to be back here. I do feel, I love the community of Chicago and like, I love all the sports teams and the different neighborhoods and the lake is here. Like I didn't realize until like traveling the world and seeing even other cities in Europe and like how they remind me of Chicago and I didn't realize how great Chicago was until yeah. I came back, That's awesome. you know, so, or until I left. Yeah. Yeah. So grass is, well, I should say grass isn't always greener, but I guess you can But it's not. I always things. say that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Not, it's, I mean, it's, it's one way to, to realize that those travel the world. It's not a bad way to figure it I, out, yeah, right? Right. Very true. So I know you and your sister are close because I follow you on Instagram and I saw that she like helps you out with your business and all that. Yes. I'm she so lucky. LA with you? So yeah, basically she moved out there six months or so after I moved out there. Okay. And then she's always, she's definitely like my biggest supporter in life. Like I'm so lucky to have her and she really wants what's best for me and my business. And she's so good at what she does. Like she truly enjoys working. Like she loves multitasking. She's extremely efficient. And so she has a full-time job in HR. But she also works for me and she does so much for me, like brand deals, client bookings, wedding bookings, any like travel she does. And it's crazy. I'm so lucky to have her because I would have to find other people who I probably wouldn't trust as (laughs) much, you know, but she's just so great. I'm really, yeah, lucky to have her. So she was in LA when I was, Okay. Um, 
Yeah, but it's of course that like sisterly drama, you know, yeah. there are moments where I'm like, oh, why are you texting me at 12 o'clock about <laughs> someone tomorrow? But it's only because she cares. Yeah. So. <laughs> is it just the two of you? Do you have any we have two brothers, too. Oh, you do? Yeah, and they're in Minnesota still. Okay. So, Aww. yeah. But so it's nice to have her here. Yeah. Is, so your family's still in your hometown? So you still go back yeah. and visit? Uh, yeah. My brothers moved to different towns. Actually, okay. no one's technically in my hometown, but there's so many small towns around it that they moved to. Got it. So technically not in that town, but okay, cool. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah, it's awesome that you have a supportive family like that. Yeah, how lucky that so your nice. sisters like that invested in your career with you. I know. I'm That's like, so you sweet. care more than I do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's a good thing. She, so yeah, sweet. I'm really lucky. Yeah, so cool. So okay, so let's keep going because I want to go through your journey because it's so interesting. So you come back to Chicago, you open up your studio space that you're only working at. Yeah, by yourself. Tell us a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, I wanted finally after you know after working under and caring so deeply for someone else's career, I was finally like, oh, it's my turn. That, like, I just I felt can, good hearing yeah, you say that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, and I did. I When I was an assistant, I really put my all into making them, I would do anything for the people I assisted. I just, but that's yeah. also what I love is just like, doing things for helping others is like my calling in life. Yeah. I just love that feeling, yeah. which is probably why I'm a hairstylist because I love making people feel great and helping other people. Anyway, so I opened up a studio in the West Loop and it's great because I have two chairs and I have two assistants that I mentor and help to become a stylist. Mm -hmm. And it's really just my little team in there and I can show up when I want. I bring my dog. I, I can dog take so days cute. off when I want. <laughs> yeah, so he's the best. Um, but it's so nice to like finally have my own schedule and just, yeah. I feel like the first, you know, 10 years, I definitely put in the work, but now it's like, huh, I could breathe a little and like take yeah. a morning off or something. So it's a good feeling. Are you, sure. are you in the studio five days a week-ish? So do you it's, I was five days a week. Okay. And then ever since opening the new salon, I felt like I needed to like, take one more business day or just one more day. Cause so I was working Tuesday through Saturday and then Sunday and Monday were off okay. and Monday was like my errands day or like business day, just yeah. trying to get caught up. And it just was feeling like I only had Sunday off. So now I'm only working Wednesday through Saturday, okay. but longer days. Okay. So it's nice to have like a couple extra days just to like focus on other things. Mm -hmm. Um, especially with Instagram, that's a whole nother job in itself. Oh gosh, so we were, we were, yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. So it's good to have like another day to do other things mm -hmm. too. So. And you're strictly doing cutting. Yeah. Cutting, okay. styling, extensions. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you refer your color out to some of the styles at your space? Or yeah, or I've, um, so when I first moved back, I started to have these events called Cocktails and Collaboration. Yeah. And it was basically a cocktail hour for people in our industry. So hairstylists, makeup artists, yeah. estheticians, anyone who wanted to come. And so I met a ton of people in our industry at those events. Before COVID, I think our last one was like 150 people and we had it at a restaurant. And it was so much fun. And it's, it's a great way to get to know other people in the city because we probably all follow each other on Instagram, but we've yeah. never met them, you know? Yeah. And I think working in different salons, it can be a little bit like, should I talk to them from another salon, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do think that's the way our industry is headed. So it's like, it felt good to like, also for myself to meet other hairstylists because I work in a studio by myself, but also for them all to be able to like meet each other and people that they look up to on Instagram and everything too. Mm -hmm. So I found a lot of different great colorists through those events. So mm -hmm. I tell my clients, 
like it kind of depends too. Some colorists specialize at other things. So it's like if a client wants yeah. to be, you know, natural balayage, I'll refer them out to who I think is best. So yeah, yeah kind of depends. That's but. so nice that you created that. Because I think that is something that's a little bit scary about going out and working on your own is you don't have that sense of community yeah. and people around you and you're able to, I probably even find inspiration from these people and just like good friends. Totally, yeah. That's and awesome. like we were all kind of giving each other tips and tricks or like what apps do you have downloaded to edit yeah. photos or like it is nice to like have other people for sure, especially if you're in your own studio yeah. working by yourself, you really don't talk to people like you would have in a salon. Yeah. So. I think too after, and you tell me if you agree with this, after being in the industry for so long, you realize how small Chicago is. Yes. And how many people that you'll run into again or you'll meet it with. And so it's true. crazy, right? Yes. I or like that. even clients will be like, I see this person for color. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I know them. Yeah. Like I feel like I can say that a lot more now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so small when you really get in it. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said about that that's where our industry is headed with this more of a community feel. Yeah. And the relationships that you're building. So when you say this is where it's headed, where do you, what do you see the change? Where do you see it coming in? What do you see the benefits of it being? Yeah, I feel like with Instagram and different social media outlets, um, a lot of stylists are really creating their own brand. Yeah. Like their own look, their own style. And I think that a lot of stylists are wanting to go out on their own and be their own business. Mm -hmm. I think as a hairstylist too, we kind of are business owners. Like we have right. our clientele, we have our numbers. Um, and I feel like it is a much more collaborative industry now than ever because a lot of people are on their own. Right. You know, it's not like this worrying who, why is my client sitting in that person's chair over there? It's mm -hmm. kind of just like, no, I need clients because I'm by myself. And if you come sit in my chair, it's a great thing. It's not like competitive feeling. Right. Um, so it's exciting. I feel like we're headed into this like, yeah, not so competitive industry that it used to be. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Do you feel, and I'm sure you feel that way in your space with the artists that you said that you, so with your second space, mm -hmm. do you invite artists to work for you? Are artists applying to work for you? How does that? Yeah. So I opened space last year and there are only four chairs, so mm -hmm. it's pretty small. But I did want it to be, first of all, I didn't want to manage hairstylists. Like that is not <laughs> what I was trying to do. Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> I didn't want to be the salon owner. I really just, I also love interior design and I love creating a really cool space. Oh, okay. So I really wanted to just open a really cool looking and feeling salon yeah. that people can work out of. Okay. So I definitely did a lot of Instagram stalking and like trying to find the right feel of people. I always say like, there's a difference between, you can tell when, you can tell when people in our industry, hairstylists are very into their craft and educate themselves, are on Instagram because that is the current time and just mm -hmm. like are really with the trends and really passionate about what they do. And you can tell the ones that aren't and yeah. it might just be a job and that yeah. might be what it is for them and that's fine. But I did a, a lot of searching and trying to find people that I really thought would inspire the community as well. And just to build kind of a strong team of people that, you know, could really help people who are even just getting started in the industry. Mm -hmm. So it's also about finding people that I found would be respectful because they do just get a key and I supply a, a lot of things in the salon for them, but I'm not usually there. Sometimes I'll pop in, but I don't want it to be like, Alex is here. Like, I don't, you know, don't, I don't want that don't feel ever. Thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to be their friends yeah. and I want it to be a collaborative salon. So, yeah. um, 
so yeah, it was hard. And I definitely did some like zooms and was trying to feel people out. But I think I got really, really lucky. But I do think that I was searching for like the right people too. Yeah, yeah. And people that I knew would have a great, like just are good at managing their own clientele and that can take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, like I didn't want to have to come in and like be that person. So yeah. And is the space departmentalized as well? Or do you have stylists no. that do both color? So, there's one stylist that does both cut and color, and okay. then we have two colorists and one cutting. Okay. So yeah. it's a little bit of a mix. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't even really about that for me. Like, they sure. can do what they want to do. I just I just wanted it to be, like, passionate and yeah. inspiring. So That's awesome. Yeah. That's really great that you were able to find the people that are the right fit, because you're right. And I'll tell you, I told yes. you earlier, I'm a salon manager. Managing yeah. stylist is a beast. It's, it's so it's hard. Different. Yeah. So I, that's awesome and I respect that so much that that's what you're trying to create yeah and grow in our industry because it is really important I feel like that is such a stigma of working at a big salon and for salon owners that they walk in the door and everybody has to you know button up real tight yeah. and say the right thing and rock, walk the right way so totally so, so much more approachable and yeah then the creative juices just probably start flowing you feel so much better well, exactly and like we've had a few meetings it's not yeah, we've had a few meetings where it's like really where we end up talking about like ideas and it's more of like a creative, like we all get so excited and yeah. energetic, like we could do a photo shoot here, we could do this, or have you seen this new light? And it's more that rather than like these are the rules. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think we're all grown adults and I think that was my thing was just choosing people that like are going to take care of the space and yeah. Well, and I have follow you guys on Instagram and the talent is... I mean, they're so I mean, great. So yeah. talented, the team that you have there. Oh, thanks. They're great. They're, yeah, they're really awesome. Um, I have to ask you because you touched on it. You said all of this, uh, as stylists, we have our numbers and we have our business. Yeah. So I think managing a large salon and then talking to somebody that's out on their own and doing a great job, mm -hmm. that is so important. You know, yeah. having the, the numbers and having the structure behind your business. What would you say helped you do that or what do you think is so important about knowing you know what's in your chair or what products you're selling like how do you look at those numbers as a as a yeah. own business um first of all get yourself a sister that yeah. helps with all of that <laughs> shout out she's to the sister really, again seriously <laughs> she's so good at like because she went to business school so that's helped me a lot i only went to beauty school right. you know like i really don't know about that but i did also educate and uh working under jen who is an insane businesswoman oh, yeah. i learned so much i was doing excel spreadsheets i was like learning programs on yeah. a computer that really help with numbers. Yeah. So like a huge job that I did for Jen was like putting in all of her jobs that she's worked for her entire career. She had it in a notebook and handed me the notebook and oh. was like, don't ever lose this. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this needs to not be on paper anymore. We need to put this in a computer. Right. So like even putting in her numbers and what, cause she's very organized in that sense, like where she wants everything to be in place so she can see what she's just and that helped me so much yeah. for myself, you know? Yeah. But I just think, yeah, I feel like realizing like what works for you, like especially with products and stuff and what to sell, I am a terrible, like I am not a salesman. Mm -hmm. If I love something, I'll tell you I love it, but yeah. I'm not gonna carry an entire line if I don't have to. Like sure. I just choose the products that I know I love and that will sell and like that is good for me. Mm -hmm. But I'm so bad at being like, are you sure you should get the brush? Like yes. it's $50, <laughs> you know? But I love but the brush and I really like want that. you to get it. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. Yeah. I think everyone in some way, shape or form in the industry relates to that. Totally salesman like we didn't sign up for that exactly yeah but it is like if it comes from a, a true and like honest place it's such a great feeling you're like 
I know you're going to love the brush. You should buy it. You know, yeah. it's like, so I think just like being, yeah, structured, organized, mm -hmm. finding ways to like figure out, you know, what you are bringing in. Like I have goals. I try to get 25% more every year, like set, setting goals for yourself yeah. and it's interesting though, when you work for yourself, you care so much more about that. Yeah. Because I do think um, like in a lot of salons that they have your numbers and you do have meetings to go over your numbers, but when it's like all for you, it mm -hmm. just feels different. Yeah, it's more of an, it's like that ownership piece. You yeah. care more about it. So true. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, tell me a little bit more about like what is next for you? I, like, I, I love your energy and that oh, you're like, thanks. I love that you said it's not all, always about money. Being success is also feeling happy, but also being busy. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. So thanks. what what do you see yourself doing in the next, like, two to three years? Are you opening more spaces? Know, Are you taking right? on new cities? What's, what's your jam? Yeah, I want to. Yeah? I think that's what I want to do. I haven't, I don't know. I'm so happy, like... Like I said, I, or I don't even know if I've said I'm engaged, so that's exciting. I feel like, thank you. But I do feel like since I was 18, every single forefront thought I've ever had is my career. Yep. And it's been like, how can I be better? How can I make more money? How can I be busier? And I'm just so happy that I'm sort of at a place where like, of course I'm driven and I have ideas and I want that, but I'm also definitely taking a slow down step back and like enjoying my fiance and my dog and like, going for walks, like yeah. little things like that, that I really had never done, yeah. I, you know, and going to friends' weddings and baby showers and stuff like that. I missed out on so much of it, especially my time in LA, yeah. but I always put work first. And so for at this moment in my life, I'm trying not to do that. I'm, you know, I'm like a part of church groups now. And it's like, I have hobbies and there are, I love to cook. And like, I'm realizing those things about my life that I yeah. never have before. Um, so that's a great feeling too. So right now I think I'm just trying to find that balance, but of course I have ideas in the works. Like the, I want, I always say I want to make money while I sleep, which is a terrible <laughs> thing because I do love working behind the chair, but I think yes. about when I'm 50 or what am I going to oh, be girl, doing? Yes. You know, it's kind of a scary thought. So I do want to do something that's like also makes people feel good or I just is like for a good purpose, you yeah. know? So I don't really know what yet, but I do love creating spaces for people to like really, you know, be able to express themselves in their own business. I like that. Yeah. I don't really know what's next though. And it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's so inspirational to hear you say that you're at a point where you can look at your career and appreciate what it is, but also yeah. take time for you personally. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us in the industry, especially those that are super career focused and know that we want to do more and see more than maybe just, you know, the average stylist in the industry. Yeah. It's hard. And it's also hard probably to sit back and accept yeah. that statement. Like, okay, I am going to let myself enjoy my life for Totally. I feel like I, I just have it. accepted that in yeah. the past year. When it first started happening, I was like, no, I have to say yes to every person. I'm not making enough money. And like, we all get that feeling mm -hmm. of like, but at some point, like it's gotta, you gotta realize like no money's ever gonna be enough. Like yeah. what my numbers are next year, no matter what the next year, I'm gonna want them higher, Yeah, you know? Absolutely. And so it's like, I think just enjoying the process and being a little like nicer to ourselves, you yes. know, is so much like more refreshing of a feeling than like yeah. trying to keep up. You have such a kind like drive within you. Oh, thanks. I love I don't that. Think. You do. It's so it's, nice. It's Thank awesome. You. It's really inspirational. Thanks. Um, let's go personal. 
Okay. Tell us about your fiance and your engagement. <laughs> thanks. Um, I just said thanks. And even say, <laughs> like literally any client that brings up engagement, I'm like, thank you because everyone's congratulating me. And it's like, it's an overwhelming yes. thing to get engaged. Who Absolutely. knew? Um, no. So we're so excited. Um, yeah. So I met him. It's so funny. I moved back from LA mm -hmm. and I was living in my apartment and I was like on a dating app and it wasn't working. And I was talking to a client, one of my really good friends in the salon that day, I was cutting her hair and she was like, what dating apps are you on? And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm on Bumble. That's supposed to be like a good one. Yeah. I thought, but she's like, no, it's turning into Tinder. You need to try hinge. Okay. So I was like, okay. So that night I was like watching TV on my couch and I was like, whatever, I'll download hinge. So like literally within 20 minutes of having hinge, my fiance commented on one of my pictures because you kind of create your own profile. Okay. And he commented, so we both, I am very much into sneakers and like I love oh, yeah. like the hype beast sneaker yeah. world. In one of the pictures I was wearing like a pair of these Jordan Air ones, whatever, yeah. like the off-white ones. And he commented, I think I just fell in love. <laughs> and I looked at his profile and I'm like 100% he's talking about my sneakers because he's wearing cool sneakers in oh, his shoes, okay. in his photos. So I was like, ha, 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 definitely not going to be interested. Like, you want me for my shoes? Like, <laughs> ew, you know? Like, you don't even like this me. This is genuine. Yeah, and I yeah. said, I know you're talking about my shoes. And he's like, ha, ha, I think you're cute, too. So anyway, we ended up talking, and yeah. we ended up exchanging numbers, and we texted for, like, maybe two weeks. Turns out he is from Georgia and lives in Georgia, but he was in Chicago for work for, like, two oh, months. Oh, okay. So we ended up going to a Bears game on our first date. That was great. That's a um, great first date. Yeah, I know. He was supposed to go with a friend, and the friend backed out, so he was like, do you want to go? Oh, okay. And I live by Soldier Field, so I was like, I guess I could stop over. Yeah. No, so we ended <laughs> up going to the game, and it was so fun. And, like, from there, it was really just, like, we totally hit it off. Yeah. It's weird. We're 12 days apart, like, to be exact. But oh, I, my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, I think we're very much, like, in the same place in our lives. We have, like, a lot of the same beliefs and just, like, we're very similar and it's weird. I never thought like dating a Capricorn was like, Capricorns aren't supposed to date Capricorns. That's yeah. not usually good, but we just really hit it off and we did long distance. So he went back to Georgia um, and we did long distance for nine months. And then we, he moved to Chicago. So oh, that's awesome. yeah, he had been wanting to move to a bigger city. So, and he's originally from Georgia, right? That's where he's from. Yeah. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. So it's his first time like living in a big city too. You're like, you know? I got this. I'll yeah. Right. But he loves before. it. He was like wanting this for a long time. Yeah. So yeah, we've lived together. It'll be two years in May and we're getting married in October. <gasps> you said a date? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Are you getting excited. married in Chicago? No, we're actually getting married in Joshua Tree, California. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. That'll be I'm excited. beautiful. We just decided this like two weeks ago. Oh so you're like the first to know. Oh, hey, I feel special. <laughs> no, yeah. Congratulations. It's I'm excited. It's just going to be something small and intimate and just like a fun weekend. Yeah. That's um, amazing. There. Yeah. Thanks. I know that's going to, hopefully you get, everything will be good in the world come October. Seriously. It will be. We'll put the, yeah. the energy out there right? for you. I hope so. But I think probably doing something nice and small is. Yeah. That's what we wanted and it hopefully we'll be fine. Yeah. In COVID Very world. Cool. Yeah. So do you feel like this relationship, it kind of, I, I feel like it's also bringing you like that sense of peace, that sense of oh like my gosh, totally feeling at home. It's like really evening out nice. Yeah, it's very. I'm very, but I I did say like even on my Instagram post of like when I announced my engagement, it was mm -hmm. like since I've taken a step back and like worked for myself the last three years, I've focused more on myself, and I think that that did bring me a positive person into my life. Like I think you attract Aww. that, you know, yeah. because let me tell you, I have been in some. Tr 
tough relationships. Yeah. And like to finally be in like a very healthy, positive, like spiritual, exciting relationship is like the best feeling. But I do think like it has taken a lot of self-work to attract that. So like yeah. just being at a good place, you know, is a great feeling for both of us in our relationship. That's so amazing. Good it's very helpful. Thanks. What is your what is your word to the wise to get to that point? Oh my I mean, gosh, I know. That's a I mean that's a lot and that you're accomplishing that, especially yeah. with everything you have behind you, everything you've accomplished, what you have going for you. Like you're in such a good place. Thanks. I feel Professionally, like I am it's too. so inspirational. Yeah. Like, what would you say to somebody new in the industry? And they're like, Alex, how did you get to where you are? I know. I really What's your think phrase. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. It's so true you though. Like what it. is the phrase? I should think of something, but I really think like it just is who you are as a person too and how you were raised. Like I think so mm -hmm. much of how I was raised is who I am today. And like yeah. I would have never wanted to say that because I thought my hundred person hometown at the time was so lame. Yeah. And but I have uh -oh. seen the both sides of sides of both worlds, best of both worlds. I think the experiences too that I've been through have made me see things in a bigger perspective too. Like going through such extreme experiences in my life, like just things that have happened for me that I don't know, it's like those things make you, yeah, who you are. Like so, the traveling. And yeah, the and just like my dream home. coming true. Like I yeah. just feel like a lot of things in my life have happened where it's like, wow, I can see things from a different perspective than I did when I was in it. Yeah. It's always weird, like looking back on those things is so much more impactful than when you're in it. Yeah. Like when I was in it, you know, when you're in assisting, you're like, I am never going to get through this. Yeah. Everyone says it's so much better on the other end. But yep. when you're in the other end, you're like, man, they were right. Like, yeah. and it's hard. I remember being 19 years old and being like, gosh, this assisting thing is a lot of work for no money. Right. You know, it's like, why am I doing this? But just to like be patient and let it really gosh, like stick it out is so worth it. And yeah. I wish I could have told myself, and obviously I was because I got through it. Yeah. But at the time it's so hard, you know? So I think just getting through really hard times too, like does pay off if you really stick to like who you are and work hard and just be like a good person, you know? Yeah. I don't know. You really stuck through it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's super inspirational. I, I started out behind the chair and no I didn't way. stick through it. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate now. I love leading a team and yeah. I'm also really passionate about being here and like sharing stories like yours for seeing people that push through that hard times. Yeah. And and getting there and how like how sweet that feels for yeah, you. Yeah, it's, how it's great not it is. for everyone for no. sure. Like yeah. I it takes know. a lot out of you too. Yeah. It takes a lot of drive. What what is like is there anything in particular that when you were going through those hard times that you're like, I'm going to keep going because of X, Y, and Z. Like, what was your inspiration? What was no, your I, I have a hard time answering that for some reason. It was like, I didn't know any different. It was like, I knew that I always wanted to be successful or mm -hmm. like, I always wanted to make money because I have lived paycheck to paycheck for many years, yeah. you know? And it's like, there was a point in my life where money was it for me. When yeah. I was making good money and when I was buying a nice handbag, like I felt like that was success to me. Yeah. And then when that happens, that turns in that's not success to you because you can have handbags and still be miserable every day. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. I think just going through those stages and figuring those things out, like, I don't know, it really makes you figure out who you are and like what's important to you. Yeah. That's awesome. That's an interesting way to put it too, because I think a lot of people think you just get to that point of like, I have the handbags, I have the car, I have this, that, yeah. and that's your 
your peak. That's where yeah. you want to be. But well, that's such a downfall of Instagram too, is oh, like, that's what it, it looks though? like. Yeah. And so when I was assisting and when I'm, you know, I'm Instagramming like, Oh, I'm just going to Paris for the sixth time this year. Like <laughs> it's so amazing to yeah. my friends and family. And even when I left LA, my family was like, what are you doing? You're really? And they said to me, you're about to make it. Like, what is wrong with you? Aww. And it was like, I had to just follow my gut and yeah. I knew what I was doing and what I wanted and it was yeah. like, sorry, but, and they see it now, you know, of course they want me to be that because yeah. that does look amazing from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. But it wasn't for me and that's, that's okay too. Girl, I was <laughs> like, I feel like you've made it tenfold Oh my God. with what no. you've got going on. It's awesome. Thanks. You know, what do your parents say now? I know. Are um, you super close? Oh yeah, my yeah. dad like fully remodeled my space. He's so excited. He that. he loves like they're very hands on. I think they're they're happy for me. I think you know it's oh, I'm sure yeah they are. for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they're, do you get back to see him often? Yeah, okay. They come here more often. Um, well, I'm sure because your sister's here too. Yeah, and they like to get out of the town and like okay. drive down here. But yeah. yeah, they're super. Yeah, they've been so great. They. And like their work ethic has totally made me who I am too, you know, and like just the way that they raised me and all my siblings has helped me so much now. I yeah. see it now, but yeah. It's those good old Midwestern values. It is. That's why we do it different in Chicago, Seriously, right? Seriously, yeah. It's totally true. I feel like... It really is. You know, we've talked before on the podcast about the difference of everybody looks at like LA and New York as like if you're not... If you're in the industry and you want to make it, you have to be in one of those cities. Exactly. Which I'm sure going to LA was obviously there are more a foundation for your career. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, everything's great in Chicago too. We I know. It really is. Yeah. And it's such good people. And like you said, just like hardworking. I don't know. There's such structure here that yeah. I didn't find in LA. Like, Oh, that's interesting. Like rush hour would be at like 10 or 11. And I'm like, whoa, like at 8 a.m. if I had to be at a shoot or a job, it was like, oh my God, I'm cruising. But I think things are a little bit more slow paced, like they say on the West Coast. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit, I don't know, more lax. Yeah. Would you ever, would, did you ever consider New York? I know you said it was like oh, big and scary yes. for you. Yeah. I don't know. I think LA, I always thought celebrity and I, oh, okay. I've always just loved the celebrity world. I feel yeah. like since MTV, like I would watch the Hills and Laguna Beach and I was obsessed. I've seen every season. I have them on DVD and I still would like buy a DVD player to watch them again. I yeah. just loved that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's why I chose LA, but New York too, it's like, I go there and I work at a hair salon there, usually a couple months, every couple months. But oh. with COVID, I haven't gone this year. Um, so I love going there because it sort of feels like I live there, like mm -hmm. going to work every day. And like, mm -hmm. I work in a salon a few days at a time. Yeah. So it's fun. But I love New York too. I, yeah. It's, a, it's busy though. It's a, like, I think it probably, probably would have got I just am like a slow paced person and I never knew it. You are? <laughs> Until It's now. so funny. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. But I feel like New York is a bigger Chicago. I would say if I, if I left Chicago, I would most likely want to go to New so York. So true. I don't know if I could ever actually do it though because you're right. It's big and scary. So true though. Um, celebrity. We got to talk about that for a second. Yeah. Who was the first celebrity you ever did? So working with Jen, the first yeah. celebrity I ever saw was Kourtney Kardashian. Okay. And so just being there for the first time, it was... It's funny because working for Jen, it was like, I'm here for her. Like, mm -hmm. I, I almost didn't even care about the celebrity because I knew I had to, like, keep my job yep. and also take care and do my job. Yeah. So it was sort of like, holy shit, that's exciting. But also, like, don't worry about it. Focus on your job. Yeah. You know? So there were definitely moments where it was like, oh, my gosh, where am I right now? Yeah. But who was the most fun? 
Oh, they're all so much fun, seriously. We did work a lot with the Kardashians and they're just all such amazing people. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so down to earth. They're such hard workers. And, yeah. you know, we would have call times at like 4 or 5 a.m. Like, they're hardworking girls. Wow. Yeah. And so I've always just really respected like that whole family and just being able to see them like that. It was so cool. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people are jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the things yeah. that they they do and they Oh, my see, gosh. I know. First the most crazy. beautiful homes ever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. What was it like assisting Jen? I know oh. you said she's a really great businesswoman. Yeah. Obviously talented as all. She's just like, I just respect her so much. Like as a boss too, like she, nothing was ever personal. Like there, you would think, and she would say too, like she would used to hire only guy assistants hmm. because she always felt like girls would be catty or, oh. and I almost thought like, I think I sort of thought that too. Like you're spending every waking moment with this person, you know, that we were working. Yeah. And it's like, would it ever get catty? And she's so not that type of person. It's like, this is business. Yeah. We had a personal relationship for sure. Like, you know, once we got to know each other, but just the way that she really kept it structured and business and just so professional was like something I so look up to and yeah. looked up to. It's hard um, to do in our industry. Yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. You get so personal, even like with your colleagues, with your boss, because we're such like a yeah. lovey, touchy, yeah. let's hug, well, when we can kind of industry. Right. And being her assistant, it's like I was her personal assistant too and hair assistant. So I would be at her house without her. It's like we had this like super strong connection and trust, which yeah. it's just, yeah, she just, the way she is is so awesome she's such a hard badass person that's hard so working cool. badass person oh my gosh that's, yeah she, i know i follow her on instagram and i love her and i feel like she's always doing something different i'm like what she in the world is and ahead? i think like one of the biggest things for me was like she would say something that she wanted to do like create way like when i first started with her she was creating way and it's like it was crazy to see it happen mm -hmm. like i think my whole life you think of things and you're like man it would be cool to do that you know yeah. but then to see it on a sephora shelf it's like holy shit like yeah it makes you feel like you can do anything because yeah. if you witness it firsthand with someone you right know? when you were so close to her yeah that would have to be so fun inspiring. did you help her with way at all yeah so like one of our Ooh. first jobs i remember like one of my first nights she was like, can you come over? I need to test products on your hair. And I'm like sitting at her kitchen table and she's testing in little testers with no labels, different products. Oh my God. And I, it was just like, yeah. and I remember sitting, I literally remember sitting and I remember how I was facing and everything and being like, I'm in Jen Atkins house right now and she's testing her new product line on my hair. And this it was, is the second time you've given yeah, me this today. But it today. was just us two and her yeah. part. I remember it just being like a normal night. Yeah. And then from there it was like, I like don't, here's it was life. so crazy. I know. That's yeah, I feel so fortunate. Yeah, I love that. She's awesome. I love that. Oh my gosh, I feel like I, I just want to like take this episode <laughs> and bring it to all the beauty schools Aww. and like share it with the younger generation of stylists because I feel like what you've got going on and what you've done for yourself is like you've done it in just a way that's so you and so unique and so wholesome. Yeah, it's thanks. awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing that I just wish I could say to like every. Yes beauty school girl. You answered like, my next question. Really? Because yes. <laughs> I always feel, because I really remember being in beauty school and I remember this like kind of big wig hairdresser coming and he had done New York Fashion Week mm -hmm. and he had done, and I remember thinking to myself like, man, how am I ever going to get to be him? Like yeah. he is so high. I remember being like, that's never going to happen for me. I do remember thinking that way. Yeah. But then like, I just knowing that it can happen for you if you literally go for it. Like, yeah. it wasn't easy moving to L.A. I didn't know anyone. I didn't yeah. have any money. Like, but 
if you just like really believe in yourself and put in the work and go out there and like I said, I would have worked at I would have worked at a dive hair salon for the first six months if that's what I had to do to make money. Yeah. It's like if you go for it and really just try to make it work for yourself, it will. Yeah. Like because there's no other option. Like yeah. you're going to do this. Yeah. You know? Like here I am in LA, gotta pay rent, let's do this. Yeah. And I think just there were many things I didn't want to do, but I did it and now it's so it's so worth it and i just want every young person to know that because it is hard too coming from chicago a lot of hairstylists come from small towns in the middle of nowhere and yep. they're like how am i ever going to become jen atkin yeah you know jen is from a tiny town in utah she yeah. made that move she her and her friend moved to la and made that move for herself so yeah. just taking risks and being like no this is what i want and i'm going to do what i have to do to get there is like the best feeling that's awesome yeah i love that yeah. You go, girl. <laughs> Such an inspiration. So Aww. awesome to say that you're like, you're not from Chicago technically, but you're making yeah. it for yourself here. You're really making a name for, for the positivity in our, in our city. And I think that that's so important right now. Like you were saying, you know, moving forward and with the relationships and being positive and not being each other's competition. I feel like that's really what helps our community stand apart. Totally. And like we were talking earlier about, you know, being a hairstylist or a salon owner or whatever, esthetician, lashers, whoever you are in this field mm -hmm. it can be so rewarding and it can be such a success and it can be yeah can be great money which like you're saying yeah. earlier that's like your first kickoff like yeah it's like wow it. the more clients i do the more money i make yeah of course you're gonna want to hustle yeah but i think it too it's it's just it becomes so rewarding to have the relationships and to have the experiences and yeah that's what you that's what life is about right you know and that's what you're doing girl yeah i love it thanks so much Kate. um so the last thing i'm going to ask you and i might should have prepped you on this maybe oh, so you can give me more than one answer okay. but out of the people you know in Chicago in our industry who would you nominate for me to interview next to learn even more about to help grow Ooh, this community that's Hair such a good it can one. be anybody in our beauty industry yes I would say I would say Sabrina Sabrina? Sabrina the Hair Witch is She's on her. Space. She is, okay. yeah. But she has recently been growing and she is like She's very motivating and inspiring and like okay. just following her. Of course I loved her color, but realizing who she is as a person too. Like yeah. she is also someone that, you know, has grown herself and her brand so quickly. She's just amazing. That either her or Danilo Bosick. Okay. He's an amazing colorist in um Hinsdale. Oh, okay. Amazing human being. I would say one of those two. They're okay. Amazing. People. I know I follow Sabrina. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to DM Zanilla, me the other one. Yeah. Okay. Um, how long have you known Sabrina for? I've only known her. I honestly met her in, uh, she came to one of my classes okay. that I had a couple years ago here. And then since then we've followed each other on Instagram and we would DM here and there. And then, yeah, I really just got to know her in the last year since June. Cool. Um, yeah, she's just so talented and she's very, very passionate about what she does. And she's, yeah, she's just an amazing person. So. Okay. I let, I have one more question now that you brought up the space in June. How was it opening a business while the city was reopening? Oh, I know. It was actually, it was fine for me. Like I found, so I found the, the space yeah. that space is in in January of last year and it was already under contract and I was so bummed because yeah. I didn't I wanted it to have character I loved the big French doors I loved everything about it and I was like if it's meant for me it'll happen yep. just relax 
That's my fiance saying that to me, not myself, but I finally said it to myself. Um, <laughs> I hear that from many people too, so I get where yes. you're coming from. Like, so sure enough, a, a month and a half later, the realtor calls and is like, it fell through. Do you want oh, it? And I'm like, yes. oh my God, this is meant to be. It's like, another FedEx moment for you. A hundred percent. And there's such like, like huge moments that stand out from, it's just this weird feeling where it really feels like the universe comes together and it's like, ah, yeah. oh, this moment's for me. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, I ended up closing on it in March. We had to close our salon, my studio in March, yeah. like four days apart. So I really had thought that all the, any of the money that I was making in those remodel months mm -hmm. would be going toward the remodel and the contractors. So it was really, it was hard. And I did have to take a step back, take out a loan, and I had to do what I had to do to make it work. Sure. But now a year later, not even a year later, it's so worth it, and I'm so glad I did it, but it was scary, and it was yeah. hard. I think, I think, yeah, when moments like that happen for you, you just figure out ways to just make it work, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. And that's what makes you successful. Yeah. I mean, and, and there yes. will be, and there have been times where things haven't worked, too, you know? But, yeah, it's just kind of getting through it, and... Yeah, and it feels like that was probably five years ago because it's 2020. It does. <laughs> I know. Ever. Like it hasn't even been a year that space has been open. Uh, yeah, so. All right. Got through. Cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It was Thanks. really awesome to chat with you. You Same. are extremely inspirational. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate so much what you do for our community. So. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for, for being having me today. Thanks.